Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Power Up and Game. It has been a while. We'll get into it. My name is Taylor. I'm going to be your host for today's episode. Joining me, as always, is the usual host of this podcast, Michael. Michael, I'm going to load up some questions to you. How you doing? How was your Christmas? How was your new year? By the way, happy holidays and happy new year to all of our listeners. But Michael. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, I had a pretty decent New Year. Uh, for Christmas, I spent time with my girlfriend and her family, which was not bad. Uh, it was pretty quick and painless. So, uh, yeah, it was a pretty good couple of weeks. Yeah, same here. Uh, besides trying to, we're going to get into it, but besides trying to get this episode recorded, it's been really chill. Which is kind of surprising. It's just, it's a little hectic, you know, going around and visiting family. But other than that, very low-key New Year's. Very low-key Christmas. Couldn't ask for anything better, to be honest with you. And again, hope everybody had a fantastic holiday season and a new year. But, let's get into the weeds here, Michael. As you've probably noticed, listeners, our schedule has been a little out of whack here these last two or so weeks. That's mainly because of the holiday schedule just screwing up our plans, and we do apologize for that. A I little don't. behind the scenes here, <laughs> you don't apologize for that. I don't apologize But for a little that. behind the scenes here, we were actually supposed to record this bad boy before Christmas, but again, life happens. We are here now, though, and we are just about ready to get into our show today. However, we do have some programming notes to get into first, and I'm going to try to speed run through all of this so we can get into our main topic. Starting with this episode today, the schedules of our podcast are going to be changing a bit. Here is the updating posting schedule for the foreseeable future. New episodes of Power Up and Game are going to be going out on Tuesday nights. Nerds Top Movies, our movie and TV review podcast, will be coming out on Saturday nights now. Lombok Hunters, our excellent comic discussion podcast featuring Tristan Benz and Drew Garrison, will be posting new episodes every three weeks on Friday nights, with the next two episodes dropping on January 19th and February 9th. Lastly, we want to have some more integration with the nerdstash.com this year. So you may be seeing that across all of our podcasts, including this one. This may be through us having guests from the Nerdstash team come on the show, maybe talking about something interesting somebody wrote at the Nerdstash, etc. We're still working on that, but you'll probably see some of that integration soon. And with all that out of the way, let's get into our main topic. Michael, you want to take it away here. Here's what's on our docket for today. It's a sort of a new year. So instead of us talking gaming news, we'll get back to that and flow in the next week. We are piggybacking off of our last episode where we talked about our most and least anticipated games. So we are going to look ahead once again and talk about what games that aren't scheduled to release in 2024 we hope to hear more from next year. We're also going to talk about games that we hope, keyword there, hope, get announced over the next year. Basically, think of this episode as one of those will it into existence things, or even a wish list, if you will. With all that out of the way, 
let's get into it. Here is our main topic. What games are we hoping to hear about in 2024? All right. We have uh, we have a li- we have a laundry list ourselves. We got a huge list here to talk about. Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh you, you know what? You go ahead and you go ahead and take it. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. Let's do it. This game is not scheduled to come out in twenty twenty four. I think yeah, it's twenty twenty five. It's like twenty twenty five, GTA six. Let's talk about it. What are you hoping to see from GTA six this year? I actually want to see details on the actual story. Uh, I don't care about GTA Online, and I know that's going. I know that's their big seller right there, and I know that's going to be like a big focus for them. But I want them to do the regular GTA thing. Just show us the gameplay, show us the characters, uh, show us features that we're gonna gonna want to know about. I don't care about the online section. Uh, so I do hope they wait until next year to do a whole expose, if you will, on the uh, online section. Uh, I hope they do something cool, like uh, kind of like a GTA news station kind of deal, you know? Like stick with it with the whole Florida deal with how crazy Florida can be. And I'm hoping that we get some pretty cool promo stuff from it. I want to hear about it more than once this year. I know that's not Rockstar's style. Uh, I know we're going to hear about it a bunch next year when I'm sure it comes out, what, most likely summer 25. But for this year, I kind of want them to do what Rocksteady is doing with the uh, Suicide Squad Killer Justice League thing. Have like episodic developer talks. That's what I want to see. I don't know if you want to compare Suicide Squad Killer Justice League. Well, I mean, just the way they're doing it. I know. I'm just (laughs) trying to be an asshole. but. No, man, I get what you're saying. So basically you are saying you want to see more single player, more gameplay mechanics, how exactly they're going to use Vice City in this new time period. How is that all going to work rather than getting into the online? Save all the online stuff for next year. Yeah, save that for close to launch. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad call either. I think what I really want to see from... GTA 6 in 2024. Give me some gameplay mechanics. Give me more from the map. Let us see some of that. Uh, it would be fantastic if we got like a... You know how they did the Red Dead Redemption 2 gameplay overview? Oh yeah, that's actually pretty cool. That actually got me interested in Red Dead. If we can get that this year, I would be ecstatic. And talking about online, I am excited for GTA 6 online. But I'm kind of with you. That's one of those things that I do want to hear more about if they're going to do anything like GTA RP. Other than GTA RP, I'm perfectly happy just being like, hey, you know what, Rockstar? Just show us all the single player stuff. Show us the map. Show us online a little closer to release. Let us get a little enticed by that online getting up to the release date. And then have us wait about two weeks after the game comes out to play it. I think that'd be the perfect way to do it. Actually, you think they're going to do some kind of, uh, well, for GTA 6 online, you think they're going to do like uh, other live service games, have like a end game event with, with like the GTA online that they have right now for five? I think they will in some kind of way. It's, 
I don't know. It, are you saying like how GTA currently does events, or more no, no, like no, no, how no. Fortnite does events? Yeah, the the way that like, yeah, like Fortnite and Call of Duty does it, to where there's a teaser and and a hints hidden within like. Oh, you're saying like, in GTA Five online? Yeah, yeah, in Five online. No, I don't see them doing stuff like that. But I would like to see whenever GTA Six online comes out, them evolving with their events getting better with it if you really are going to go all in with online fucking go all in with it man you know i think they're going to do something to where they'll do events to where you can get where you can get like skins uh for past gta characters like i could see them going full blown because like you said if you're going full blown just go all the way uh for like the in-game shop and stuff because it's going to be a live service games i could see them doing something like that but yeah, I think for me it's just one of those things to where I want to see some single player, more gameplay next year. Show me the online. Show me why I should care about it. I don't really need to see that now in 2024. Yeah. But moving on, Michael, what are you going to pick from our list here? Uh, I want to know more about Marvel's Blade. I know they're a long way out. Uh so I don't think we're going to get anything for uh, Marvel's Blade. I would love to see them do a teaser by showing stuff like, "Oh, hey, this is uh, this is our uh, this, this is what our characters are going to look like." Because we saw a CG trailer. I want to see like, yeah, what you got so far in game, uh, even if it's unfinished. I don't think they got much, man. Yeah, yeah. But not to burst your bubble here. But I also want to add Marvel's Wolverine. I know that's Insomniac and Blade is done by Arcane and Bethesda. Yeah. But I feel like they're both of these Marvel games and we'll probably have more to talk about with Wolverine compared to Blade. With Blade, I'm right there with you. I want to see more. I just think realistically we're not going to. No, I'd be surprised. Considering the stuff like that's come out about it being like, it's very early on in development. Early, yeah, I, honestly, I would be surprised if we hear anything about it next year. To be on, to be completely honest with you, this is just me, uh, being super, like fanboy because I love Arcane. I love the stuff that they do, uh, with the exception of Prey. I didn't really care for that one, but you know, me just being a little fanboy, of course, I'm just like, yeah, anything that they're working on, like right now, I don't care if it's just like. A prototype. I, I want to see what you guys are doing because I love that studio. Yeah. So you're saying you're you don't think we'll see Blade until 2026? I don't think we're going to see anything significant. I think the next time we see it will be in 25. Uh, just like with the uh, Game Awards, I think we're just going to get like a small look. Only this time, I think in 25, we might get something in game uh, rather than just a CGI trailer. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. Like, this is just one of those things where it's so early on in development that you don't really, you want to see more, but realistically, you just look at it and you're like, we're not, not going to. Yeah, I'm not getting anything, but I want to. <laughs> which is why I did bring up Wolverine, which I'm we're not getting into the stuff that happened with Insomniac. Man, that sucks. All their games. Yeah, it really sucks. But just talking about the game itself. Yeah. I do think we're going to see some Wolverine stuff this year. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think, I'm not sure if it'll be gameplay, mm -hmm. 
But you gotta imagine, it's been a while since we have seen a trailer for Wolverine. Yeah. But it was, what, the Game Awards 22 that we saw, though? Is when they first showed it off? I think you're right. I think it was the Game Awards 2022. So 2024, to me, feels like we're not going to get anything from Blade. But I also, but I do think we're going to get something from Wolverine. Not, like... I don't, again, don't know if we're going to get gameplay. Yeah, no, I don't think we're going to get anything significant. But maybe, like, the reveal of what Wolverine, his character model, looks like. Maybe some stuff from the story. Yeah. And then we get a Sony Direct in 2025 Mm. showing off gameplay. That kind of feels like more on brand. I mean, you're definitely more realistic than me. I really want Blade. Same here. I really want Wolverine as well. These are superhero <laughs> games by again different developers. It's very impressive how we're actually excited for them because there was a time where it was like these movie tie-in games. Ooh, those are dark. That times. were just bad. They were yeah, dark times. They were bad. <laughs> they were terrible. Oh my! But goodness. through Arkham, the Insomniac Spider-Man, we're now starting to see, you know, the genre come up here. Yeah, when when uh, Activision had the rights to the Sam Raimi Spider Man, those games were actually pretty decent, especially Spider Man Two. Yeah, but the Amazing Spider Man ones. Well, I didn't play that. (laughs) Okay, I didn't play those. And then you had like Shattered Dimensions, which was awesome. Web of Shadows was great as well. But still, I feel like we're now in this golden era of superhero games that I can't wait to see what more studios are gonna do. With these titles. Yeah. Especially when you have sleeper hits like that. Well, I guess they weren't really hits because it didn't do well. Uh, especially when you have like sleeper titles such as Guardians of the Galaxy, which was surprisingly great. And Square Enix considered it a failure. Yeah. Which tells you where Square Enix is at right now. Yeah, classic Square. Oh my goodness. But what is your next game that you're hoping to see more in 2024? Well, um, it's not on our list, but I am looking forward to Avowed. Um, it's going to be a brand new RPG from Obsidian. And I am kind of interested in seeing what they're going to do now that they got a chance to work on their own game. And pretty much, it looks like it's going to be their Skyrim. Uh, you know, they wanted to do Fallout New Vegas 2, but never got the go-ahead green light for that one. So I think Avowed is their way of having their Elder Scrolls. And I think this is going to be a great way for Xbox to be like, yeah, we have Elder Scrolls before Elder Scrolls. (laughs) And I already see the memes of people saying, mom, we want Elder Scrolls. We have Elder Scrolls at home. It's going to be Avowed. But I'm interested in seeing uh, what Obsidian does with Avowed now that they have the freedom to work on their own IPs and have their own ideas. I think it's kind of interesting. So I would actually like to see their version of uh, of Skyrim or at least Elder Scrolls. Now, this one's tricky. Yeah, I because know. Because Avowed is a game. I know why you said this, because I, I'm going to allow it. Because <laughs> Avowed is technically still floating around that 2024 release date. It is, but there's nothing But I think fun. a lot of people are not believing it. A lot of people, I think, are going, yeah, this is coming out in 2025. Like, why are you still saying it's coming out this year? Yeah, I'm not really sure if it's a 2024 game. I know that it's planned for 2024, but from the way the Xbox Game Studios are going, 
nah, not until you show me a trailer. And even then, like they did with Dragon, <laughs> with Scalebound. Oh my goodness, that still hurts to this very day. Uh, even then, I can't really trust Xbox Game Studios until they give me an exact date. So yeah, for me, I want to believe that Va- that um, Avowed is coming out this year, but I'm one of those people who are skeptical, and I'm not 100% sure myself. I'm not really sure if if uh, if if it's going to make it, and if it does, then I will rescind what I said. But for now, that's what I'm hoping to see more of this year. If Avowed comes out this year, then go ahead and rescind everything we're going to say about it. Yeah, but 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 the, but the thing is, uh, we've been waiting for uh, Sunua to help uh, for, for Sunua Saga for for the second part, and you got we, it. Yeah, we we we've gotten trailers for that, and we had to wait what an extra three years <laughs> after they showed yeah. uh, another gameplay trailer. So about hasn't shown anything. So that's one of the reasons why I'm just like, uh, are we getting it though? Like, is it a 2024 title when you've shown us? Absolutely nothing but one CGI trailer from like what two years ago. I'm right there with you though, man. I think Avowed can be a really good game in the same vein that The Outer Worlds was. Mm, yeah. And what I do love about Obsidian is the personality they put into their game. I'm very interested to see what a kind of like you're saying. This Elder Scrolls game, Elder Scrolls esque esque game, made by Obsidian with the personality they put into it. What is that going to look like? So it is one of my most anticipated. I would say. The problem is, I just don't believe it's coming out this year. <laughs> yeah. So I, again, that's why I'm going to stand behind you here agreeing that it should be on an episode like this talking about games we'd love to see that aren't coming out in 2024 but moving on to the list of topics we have here i don't want to go back to rockstar because i have a rockstar topic i do want to talk about but i got a question for you here hopefully i have an answer will we see a new battlefield game be announced in 2024 i i don't think we will I I don't think EA has the um how can I put this the same care and attention when it comes to Battlefield. Um, I don't think that they're ready to announce a new Battlefield. Uh, I know they've had a bunch of studios working on different ones, and it was like what two years ago uh, at a. Uh, at a finance meeting or whatever, they announced that, oh, yeah, we have uh, the next generation of Battlefield in development. It's like, well, what about this Battlefield? And they're still doing updates for this, the, the, the current Battlefield. I forgot what it's called. Is it 2042? Yep. And popularity is coming back with it, man. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, doing they, pretty. They got some numbers. It's wrong. doing respectable. It's got some solid numbers. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, yeah, I don't think they're in any rush for a new Battlefield game, uh, especially since, you know, I'm sure they want this one to last a little bit longer because 2042 is like, what, three years old now? I forget when it released. Uh, I don't think it's that old of a game. I think it was 2021, so yeah, now three years old. Yeah, so I I don't think they're in any rush to get rid of the game that's making them some money, 
while they try to adjust and figure out how the next battlefield cannot be a huge disappointment like or at least at launch like the like 2042 was i gotta disagree with you on this one that's the first okay i know this is the first time on this episode i think we've disagreed i do think we get a battlefield announcement this year oh it's gonna be for battlefield mobile <laughs> not battlefield mobile <laughs> let, okay let me clarify this is my prediction Okay. I think EA announces the next installment of the Battlefield franchise. Okay. That's not an update to 2042. You think it's going to be a full-blown new experience? See, you say that, and I'm like, define full (laughs) new experience. Uh, I can't see. You're right when you're talking about Battlefield doesn't really have the trust of players. Even though 2042 has made a comeback. Even though it's gotten a respectable player base again. And even though, honestly, it's a pretty fun game. I played it. It's pretty fun. All that being said, I still don't trust EA. So it's EA you don't trust? EA and DICE. So when you're talking about, like, is it going to be a new full experience? I can't answer that. I'm just saying it's going to be the next installment of the Battlefield franchise. (laughs) That's what my prediction is. Okay. Bad Company 2 Remastered. I, no, I'm not predicting a setting. I'm not predicting anything else. <laughs> you just trust them to make an announcement. For me, I don't I don't think so. Uh, whew, I think it's going to be a minute before they're like, okay, the storm has calmed down. People have forgiven us for 2042. Uh, let's see what we got that's next. And I'm sorry, but the next Battlefield... You have to have destruction. They have to bring the destruction back. I think that's one of the problems with 2042 was the lack of destruction that they had. Like That's what Battlefield was built on, was the uh, Frostbite engine allowing you to just, like, just wreck up the Battlefield. And I think they need to bring that back. Not to cut you off here, but you also look at games like Battlebit and the Finals. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure the finals is from some developers who originated from uh, Battlefield. Really? You know, that would make sense because the level of destruction you could do on the on the finals is actually it's pretty insane. impressive. It's insane. Like, you can be a character that can quite literally bring down a whole building by yourself. And it's just like, gosh, dog, man, this is actually pretty cool. Uh, I'm no good at the finals. I'm terrible at the game. But uh, seeing people play it, and the creativity that they have to break through the walls and ambush uh, enemy players, I think is really cool. And yeah, I think that uh, you are going to have some people at uh, EA and DICE look at that game be like, oh gosh darn it. We want that. We got to go let's back. Do that. Yeah. Yeah, we got to go back to it. And that's why I brought up both the finals and BattleBit, because BattleBit's also doing it. And I do, you're not going to be able to do it for 2042, but the next Battlefield game that gets made, I think you just, you got to have that full destructibility. It's clearly what a lot of players want from that kind of game, considering the success of the finals and Battlebit, compared to how, you know, now this for a variety of reasons, but initially Battlefield 2042 flopped right on its face. Yeah. I'm not saying it's just because it didn't have great destructibility, but oh, no, I think were... that's one of the reasons. One of the very many reasons. Yeah. Yeah, the game had its problems at launch. Which, granted, uh, just to not completely shit on that team, 
every Battlefield game that launches launches rough. Uh, even even Battlefield uh, Four, one of my favorite Battlefield games, that launch yeah. was horrendous. It was terrible, and just like with Twenty Forty Two, people hated it. It's like, yeah, let's go back to Battlefield Three. Uh, but once they got things rolling again, and they like actually got the game running at respectable frame rates, uh, less crashes, and they actually got to where the destruction didn't crash the entire server. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a great game, and people absolutely loved it. Yeah, I think you're seeing that maybe to a lesser extent with 2042 right now. But again, it's not one of those things to where, oh yeah, 2042 is great now. Because I think that time has had passed. You think so? Like you got some success out of it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and focus on the next game. Try again. What's your next game that you want to hear about this year? All right. So this one I saw it on the list and I almost chuckled at it. And I think it is something we're going to talk about because we did bring up uh, Suicide Squad earlier. Will WB Games get their heads out of their own rear ends about these DC games? Taylor, I'm going to be honest with you. No, uh, I don't. I don't think they will. I, uh, James Gunn has already said that. Hey, yeah, any WB game, any animation, any of that is going to be an Elseworld story. Uh, so I don't think any of the heads at WB would be like, "Oh man, this is going to be part of our extended universe. We can do this and that. We can do across the Spider Verse and have everything cross over." I think WB Game is still going to see their DC games as just games. I don't think they're going to treat it with as much respect. Um, I think the developers are going to keep trying, but I don't think we're going to see Superman or The Flash or Green Lantern. I think we're going to keep seeing Batman um, because WB knows Batman sells. And I don't think we're going to really get anything significant out of DC games like we do with Marvel games. And I find that really sad. We haven't heard anything about that Wonder Woman game. <laughs> Man, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> I was just thinking about that, yeah. And it's because I don't think WB cares that much. I think they just wanted to make an announcement. And after it was done, I think even the heads were just ho-hum about it. And it was just like, okay, we made that announcement. It didn't get the buzz we wanted to. We're rebooting our entire DC universe again. Um, apparently. Uh, WB is hurting the whole WB Discovery thing, so who knows how that's going to affect the games? And it's just a mess over there. So no, I don't think they will get their heads out of their own rear. See, I agree, but for different reasons. I honestly don't really care about the Elf Worlds label being yeah. plastered on these video games. <laughs> yeah, because I kind of agree with you about like, yeah, these. I think these games that are coming out. They're not like oh. Now we can get really crazy with it, and we can play around with some established stuff. They're just gonna do what they were doing. Yep. Like, and now it's for the Elseworlds Worlds label, label because <laughs> yeah. everything is now technically part of the DCU throughout the DCU multiverse. Get it? Okay with it? I, I just kind of feel nothing about that to be honest yeah. with you until I see anything substantial. What I'm very concerned about with it is WB's recent trend of wanting to make this, like, hit live service game. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if this has ever been confirmed, but I'm just saying, if you've played Gotham Knights, I know it's not a live service game. 
But if you've played Gotham Knights, it looks like it was going to be a live service game. Yeah, it feels like And it. somebody somewhere chickened out and said, <laughs> we can't do that. Let's make a co-op game. Oh, man. Now, I will say, it probably saved the game. It was not received very well. But, man, I think it would have been received a lot worse if it was a live service. Yeah. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League live service. I believe, I don't know who it was, so don't quote me on this. But I think it was somebody at WB Games or WB talking about, yeah, we want to make more live service games for DC. And it's just, that's what I mean by, are they going to get their heads out of the rear ends? I do not think they will. I think they're going to have to learn the hard way. I think this is going to be a rough, rough year for WB. Man, that sucks because they got some pretty cool characters. I'm a Marvel guy. Uh, I I read Marvel comics, mostly Spider-Man. Uh, but, like, I've seen the appeal of a lot of these DC characters. I'm just like, oh, man, these characters are actually pretty cool. Especially Batman. I'm not a huge fan of Superman, even though I like the animated series. That was my Superman. That's the one I grew up liking. Uh, but it's just, when you look at WB, they're always doing Justice League, Superman animated, Batman everything. And every now and again, they're throwing a Wonder Woman. And it's just like, man, you guys have other characters. You know that, right? Like, you guys have uh, Constantine. You guys got Killer Croc. Like, you guys can do some cool stuff with some of your rogue gallery. They already do some pretty cool stuff with uh, Harley Quinn. So I guess that kind of counts. But they kind of overdid it with Harley Quinn to where she was just overexposed. And I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of Harley Quinn. Um, but yeah, WB, if it doesn't sell right away, if it's not a hit right away, I don't think they're going to have much faith in any product you know, when it comes to their WB Games licenses. Who knows? Maybe they'll even do a thing to where, uh, just like Marvel Games, where they just allow other companies to do DC games. What we're seeing right now with WB basically renting out their properties like Netflix and stuff, like a bunch of DC movies are now on Netflix. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't know, man. I think it's... For me, I just think it's going to be a rough year for WB overall. I'm talking mm, movies and... Starting in February. Now, in a similar fashion, since you, you brought all this up, okay. let's talk about another part of this. Do you think we'll see the game industry finally shift from live service BS? No. Now, what's not. interesting here is it does feel like Sony, who was going into that direction, has now very quickly shifted right out. <laughs> he basically said, fuck this, we see where this is going, we're going to go another route. Well, see, the thing is, they're not, they're not chickening out, they're just slowing down. They're going to go all in, hardcore, uh, but I think now, they're, I think they, uh, what was that percentage? It was like 60%, they slowed down 60%. Of uh, their games from being live services to being either just regular multiplayer or single player. Uh, Naughty Dog finally scrapped the multiplayer they were working on, despite the point that a lot of their fans were looking forward to that one. And, you know, uh, Bungie is kind of having a hard time when it comes to Destiny 2 and monetization and all that. And I think that kind of scared Sony a little bit. So I think they're just backing down and calming it down just a little bit 
do you think we'll see any kind of shift, kind of like Sony's doing at least, to where they're going to slow down in the game industry overall? No. With live service? No. Uh, for any developers, live service can be a thing that helps them. Uh, for larger companies, everybody wants to be Fortnite. Um, I think they're going to use this as a way to learn how to do live service games. I think it's going to be the year of learning for a lot of them. So don't count your chickens, everybody. We're not going to see live service games go away. We're not going to see them disappear. Uh, we're simply going to see a reduction in them. I believe a reduction is possible. Um, but no, I don't think we're, we're, I don't think we're at the end of it. We're, I think we're going to see more. I think them going like live service going away completely is, is so unrealistic. I don't think anybody believes that, but no. a reduction, I think, is, I don't want to say realistic, but I think when you look at a game like Baldur's Gate 3, and you look at the other games that were winning awards this year and were so acclaimed and profitable, Marvel's Spider-Man, Baldur's Gate, Alan Wake 2, there starts to become a pattern here, right? And I'm wondering if the industry at large is going to look at it and go like, you know what? We're not going to stop live service because if we make a good live service game, we basically have infinite money. But let's not go so crazy with it. And let's make games like Alan Wake. Let's make games like Baldur's Gate. Not saying it's so easy to make games of that quality. Right. But I'm saying single player or if it's multiplayer, contained experience. Well, sure. But that's why you have companies like uh Sony, Xbox, and Embracer Group grabbing up all these companies because they can do the single player and the multiplayer and the live service. Yeah, they're trying to do both. Yeah. So you can't yeah, so you can do both. Um Sony is apparently trying to bring back a dorm uh uh uh, uh a license that they left dormant for so long. Uh and people think it might be so they can uh, do a new live service kind of deal. And I think that might be something that Sony and um, Xbox are looking to because we already see Microsoft is already doing a whole live service with some of their established stuff. Uh, they tried doing it with Gears, with uh, Gears Rumble. That remember No, Funko Pop. Remember that Funko Pop Gears game? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they tried it with that. Uh, they're doing it with Halo. And I think we're going to see that. With, I think it might be SOCOM. But don't quote me on that. Uh, so I think we're going to see stuff like that happen to where they use franchises that people already like and turn those into live service rather than risk it on a new IP. Yeah, so I think we're both on the same page here to where yeah. the question being, do we think the game industry will finally shift from live service? BS, we both don't think that it will. But we can see the start of a reduction of Lyser, which is a long time coming, hopefully. I think that's an optimistic take by both of us, too. (laughs) And there's a good chance in 11 months we look back at this and go like, damn, we were so wrong. The game industry (laughs) just went full force into more live service bullshit. But I just think we're trying to be optimistic here and looking at, try to see in between the tea leaves here. And uh, look at the games that were successful last year and a lot of the games that are not working. And hopefully you would think 
some of these publishers will go, hey, those things that aren't working, how about we not do those as much and we start doing <laughs> as much? things that make us money? <laughs> yeah. Because it's not going to stop. It's it's not. Yeah, look what Konami did to Silent Hill. And remember, oh man, what's your favorite, what was your favorite game called? The uh, one that they turned Metal Gear Solid into a zombie survival game? Metal Gear Survive? Survive, yeah. Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, when they tried making... I, I could see them trying stuff like that. But yeah, we're just trying to be hopeful and optimistic here. Yeah. But what game are you picking next? Or what topic are you picking next? So I'm going to pick this one just because you put it on the list and I know it's going to make you sad, which I'm sorry, Taylor. Would Rockstar ever say anything about a potential Red Dead Redemption 3? Mm. I'm going to go with no on that because I don't think I don't think Rockstar cares about anything that's not Grand Theft Auto right now. Um, we recently found, thanks to certain situations, that there was actually a Bully 2 that was in development for a little while and that's gone now. So I don't think that Rockstar is interested in, in anything that's not Grand Theft Auto. Well, there's also the rumored, what is it, the medieval game? The Rockstar, I think that's been going on for years, too. People have been talking about that. Poor Rockstar fans, they want, there's just so much they're trying to hold on for, and they're not going to get. Well. But yeah, I don't think we're going to get anything. I think Red Dead is dead at uh To be fair, that actually is mentioned, potentially like mentioned as an Easter egg in Red Dead Redemption 2. If the medieval game's real, because there's some uh, talk with Jack Marston about him reading books about King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. And I think you could, if that ever happens and we get a Rockstar medieval game, people can look back to that conversation in Red Dead Redemption 2 and be like, hey, they're planting the seeds. Because they've done it before in their games. Yeah. But. Yeah, man, it's a very sad, sad thing, <laughs> but I gotta agree with you. I don't think we're gonna hear anything about a Red Dead Redemption game this year. I think this is all about GTA for the foreseeable future. However, you know what I like to see though from Rockstar? I like to see them do another table tennis game. You know what? I would too. Because that game was surprisingly really fucking good. <laughs> but however, <laughs> that game however, was great. getting back game. to Red Dead Redemption here. Yes. I don't think we're going to get anything video game related from that franchise. But my prediction, what I'm hoping to see on my wish list, we see some kind of confirmation or a rumor or a report that Red Dead Redemption will be adapted into a TV series. Oh, Taylor. It's becoming successful. These video games, the television, it's becoming a thing. Can't you just watch Yellowstone? I would much rather watch Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Side note, by the way, I've, I've said this before in Nerdstop movies. Yellowstone, honestly, pretty mid. It's all Really? It's average. It's very average. Oh, okay. 1923 and 1883. Actually, really good, especially in 1923. Okay. So, I don't get why Yellowstone's the most popular one out of those three, <laughs> but it is what it is. And I do think Red Dead Redemption could pick up from that, not just the Yellowstone crowd, 
but kind of like the last of us crowd, you know, they mm. could pick up from all of these different, like the people who've been waiting for that next breaking bad kind of experience. Oh, I think you can get it in Red Dead Redemption, a great adaptation on HBO or on potentially prime. Yeah, I can see it on prime. Um, if they actually did it, would you want them to base it off their video games or would you want to do like a new original story? The video games. Oh. There's a lot you can get into. You got seasons worth of content with one and two alone without having to potentially do your own thing. So that's my prediction here for Red Dead Redemption. It's the whole reason why I put it on the dang topic <laughs> list here today. I wanted to predict that we're going to see something about a TV show. This, this man's going to will it into existence. I'm gonna. That's the whole point of it. We're trying to will some stuff into existence here. Because these games aren't coming out this year. Arsenal's going to show you no love, man. Alright, I guess as from that was going to be my next one, so thanks, Michael. But, uh, I guess for my next one, you think we're going to see anything from City of Project Red? A Cyberpunk no. sequel? Their upcoming Witcher games? No. They got a lot in development, they, man. They, they got a lot going on yet. Are they still doing the Gwent games, or did they stop development for that one? I think there's some development on that, and which sucks because I heard a lot of good things about Gwent. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it has a huge following. People actually love uh, Gwent, and I never got into it. But oh my goodness, the way that people absolutely love that game, I was just like, man, am I missing out? Like, <laughs> because I did not like the, I did not like playing it in the game, uh, and I was surprised when they made it when they made it, uh, a version of its own. I mean, they made a, a a new version just for Gwent. And I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. I couldn't get into it. But, man, people absolutely love Gwent. And I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. So when they said they want to stop development, I was kind of surprised by that. Maybe they'll do a Gwent too. I couldn't get into Gwent either, but I'm right there with you. Like, it was kind of, it wasn't, like, hugely popular, but I knew quite a few people who really liked Gwent, not just in the Witcher 3, but in that spinoff that they did. But here's the thing. I think you're kind of looking past all the projects CD Project Red has. Oh. The question is here, do you think we see anything from the studio this year? It's they nice, have no? a ton of stuff that's in development right now. Look, yeah, they have the new Witcher game that they're working on that's in early development. Uh, they're still going to work on the cyberpunk game. Uh, they're already going to work. They're already work on work on the sequel. Uh, and I, honestly, that's the only two I know of. Uh, I don't know if they're working on. They're making multiple Witcher projects. Oh, is that what it is? Mul- okay, multiple yeah. Witcher projects. Uh, okay, so maybe if we hear anything from CD Projekt Red this year, it might be a cyber. I mean, sorry, uh, a Witcher mobile game, not like a full blown RPG, but something within that realm. Um, I don't think we're going to get anything significant, but to be honest, no, I think after the, uh, ye- the, the past decade that, uh, Project Red has had, I think they're going to lay low a little bit and not announce anything too early like they did with Cyberpunk. I think we see something about the Witcher remake. Oh crap. I forgot about that. I don't think we see anything about the Cyberpunk sequel. They just had Phantom Liberty. I think they're just going to let that rest. They're going to work on the sequel. They're going to take the praise they've gotten and just let it be. They're not going to try to rush anything, I don't think. 
I don't think we're going to see anything about a Witcher 4 or whatever the hell it's going to be called. But, man, I do think we're going to see something about the remake. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, maybe... Yeah, maybe you, you might be right. Oh, wow, I forgot they were doing all of that. Ooh. Could just be a CGI teaser trailer. To be honest, well. I, I want them to do a bundle where it's Witcher 1, 2, and 3. Because I don't, I don't want to do this Last of Us Part 1 remake, Last of Us Part 2 remake nonsense. I'm... I'm kind of tired of that stuff. Bundle them together. Give me all three. Do what Rockstar did with the Grand Theft Auto trilogy. Only better, please. But that wasn't even remakes. Those were remasters and yeah, very, those, those, very those, poorly done. Poorly done. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, uh, do the remasters. In fact, I heard that the uh, the trilogy remasters are actually a lot better on Netflix mobile than they are with the actual games that you bought, which is really weird. I, I'm pushing back hard on this. On this remaster idea. I'm really? very happy with them doing this remake. And I believe. I don't know if this was said for the sequel or the remake. But at least one of the games is being done in Unreal Engine 5. So yeah man. I don't care one <laughs> iota about a remaster. Oh, man. I mean Witcher 3 already works just fine. So that doesn't need a remake. But you know, well, it's not a remake of Witcher Three. I think it's a remake no, no, it's, of the, it's first the, Witcher. the first one. Yeah, just the first one. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, I don't want to spend sixty, seventy bucks for. That oh, game. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. saying like the Capcom formula of, all right, we're gonna do two, and everybody got excited, and then they did three, <laughs> and everybody yeah. was still excited, but like, wait a minute, we kind of know what you're doing here, and then we got Resident Evil Four, and I think everybody's now just like accepted the formula of what Rock or Capcom's done. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that's a, a very good possibility if this first one works out for CD. Yeah, I don't want that. Please, just bundle them together. Work on them. And you, you, you could do a remake of one, remaster two and three, because I think they still hold up. So you can just do that. Uh, who else did that? 2K did that with um, the Mafia games. Yeah, they remade part one and then two they remastered. and three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like, well, just also, since we're talking about remakes here, Michael, might as well just go ahead and talk about it as well. Metal Gear Solid 3. I could see Konami doing the exact same thing. Oh, no. Let's see how Metal Gear Solid 3 does here, and then we might do it for Metal Gear Solid, and then Metal Gear Solid 2. But yeah, I don't want you to do what Sony is doing with The Last of Us, and as you said, uh, what Capcom is doing with Resident Evil. Well, that's all the topics we got here for today. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Michael, what are you working on and where can people find you? I am working on getting this daggone VR headset to work for me. But other than that, I'm not working on a whole lot. I'm uh, going to be doing some live stream stuff. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash foxdaddy, S-F-0-X-D-A-D-D-Y. You can also find me on X, a.k.a. Twitter, at M underscore M-O-S-L-E-Y underscore J-R. What about you, Taylor? What are you working on, and where can we find you? I am just working on these podcasts here. You can find me in our Discord, link for which is in the description of this episode. I just want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank Michael for joining me. We are back on our normal schedule, so we will be having episodes every week, and we're going to be going back to some news content here starting next week. So we should be back on track. 
hopefully. Michael, do you have anything you got coming up? Now's the time. I have nothing new to announce. So, yeah, we will see you all okay. next time. Same here. Same here. So, we're good. We're both good. We put it on the show. <laughs> so, we got to commit. We're going to have a show next week, we promise. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.